Welcome to Infinite Wisdom. I'm your host, Carmen Sima, and today we're talking about the element of water as part of the series called Elemental Alchemy 101. This is an opportunity for us to learn about our own inherent connection with nature and Mother Earth. We came here to this beautiful planet, and it is so wise to understand how we can relate to her and even how to become more balanced in our own lives. We are learning so many new things. The age of Aquarius is really expanding our minds, isn't it? We're learning about more about astrology, going deep into that, going deep into the human design, gene keys, Enneagram, all of those wonderful systems of understanding ourselves and each other. I thought I'd also add our basic fundamental vibrations, which involve the five great elements. Last week, we began with the earth element. We understood how it reflects in our personality and how it shows up when it's out of balance or when it's in balance and how we could balance it out a little. Today, we're learning about the element of water and we will take this journey to understand its qualities and then we'll see whether you're water dominant or whether you need a little water in your life. So let us proceed. To understand anything, we have to understand its qualities. So the qualities of water are considered cool, heavy, soft, moist, fluid, stable, gross, as in total or complete, as opposed to disgusting, and cloudy. So the watery vibe will be like comfort and ease and chill, easy going. These people are very sensitive and crave inclusion. When they are in their wellness, they are happy, playful, silly, goofy people. They bring a freshness into their environment. But they're also introverted, pensive, deeply reflective, and clear thinkers. Think of water when you are like overlooking it. It's reflective, right? You can see your face like a mirror. So that is the quality of a watery vibe. Deeply reflective thinkers. They're also very caring and affectionate. They're very empathic and have a tendency towards people-pleasing. They're vivid dreamers and have active subconscious minds. They're very connected to their second chakra, to the second chakra. They're considered feminine and sweet. They're fertile in creativity, but also in health. They have a healing vibe towards others and have deep and accurate intuitions they're even considered psychic and can use this ability to guide others when they're in their wellness they're good mediators give good advice and considered wise people seek them for counsel they're very sensitive but are also considered unbreakable at the same time think of ice fluid vapor that quality of water to be adaptable and changeable is what also creates this uh, almost enigmatic quality to them they're considered mystical as a matter of fact the water element is the most misunderstood in nature and we still don't know everything about this water element we're still learning so much about the actual molecule itself water types are considered very emotional and sentimental Absolutely and yes, but they're also unbreakable and tenacious and resilient AF. They're hard to understand and incomprehensible. 
they're considered perplexed. Like I said, we're still trying to learn what this molecule is all about. When the water vibe person is out of harmony, that emotional side could become sad, teary, dewy, depressed. And that reflective quality can turn into over-analytical, over-analysis. That affectionate nature can become needy and even attached. And that fluid nature could lead to no structure or discipline. That um, easy, chill vibe could also lead to procrastination, messiness, and disorder. And they can be self-sacrificing and martyrs because they are so deeply empathic. Let me explain this to you. Because the water vibe is so deeply connected to its feelings and it's the one element that is the most empathic, they feel everyone's emotion so deeply as well. So they do have this people-pleasing quality that can get out of control and then they can turn into martyrs and be self-sacrificing. If they are not well in their own confidence and self sense of self and self-esteem, they won't have good boundaries and they'll just be pleasing others to be validated and get conf- and have their own sense of confidence through others. They could also be very overindulgent and that can turn into laziness. That sadness could turn into depression. And physiologically speaking, they could have respiratory imbalances that could lead to also like a sluggish digestion, emotional eating, lymphatic backup, swelling, edema. This is when the watery vibe person is out of balance. They can also turn into jealous and manipulative people and be very unclear in their thoughts and have low, very low energy. Now, just like we needed the earth, we need all of the elements to make our physical health, our emotional health, and our physiological health. But we also need water. The earth provided strength, structure, stability, and order. Water provides protection from the acidity of the physiological effects that happen in the body. For example, the acids in our stomach. Water protects the lining of our gut. It also nourishes our joints, the synovial fluids. That's all part of how the water expresses within the body. It helps the flow of our, of our brain, like the neurological impulses, impulses of our brain. They re- rely and depend on the water element. It also protects our lungs from drying, and it even protects our hearts. That pericardium sac is filled with water. So water is essential. It soothes and protects and has a healing quality inside of us. When we lack water, all sorts of problems can occur. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But how do you know that you need water? If you're constipated and dry, if you have eczema or edema, no, not edema, eczema, if you feel ungrounded and extremely stressed, when you have anger, irritability, impatience, When you're critical of yourself and others and you lack empathy, you may be a little extra in your fire element, which we will be talking about next week. When you lack empathy, when you are a workaholic, you have nervous energy, when you suffer from grief and have pain in the body, when you have very rigid boundaries, 
or if you're demanding, overly demanding and even mean, you may need some water. Okay, Sophia the puppy just walked into the space. So you might be hearing a little, a little puppy dog, little bulldog puppy girl. So let's just try to not let that distract us. Okay, if you're overly cerebral and have a little creativity, if you're aging prematurely and have acid reflux, these are all indications that we need water. If you have heat rashes, heart conditions, if you feel extra egotistical, if you suffer from continual UTIs and even endometriosis, which could also translate to, to like lower back pain, these are all symptoms that we need some water. Water. When you feel scattered, you could also need some water energy. Now, how do we bring the water essence into our lives? Remember, the way to enhance the element that we're requiring that we are requiring to balance us out is through the senses, through our diet. If we go in through like our taste, we want to eat soft, lighter color vegetables that are very hydrating. Seasonal fresh organic is always optimal, but you also want to include sweet and ripe foods cooked grains, healthy fatty meals, oils, the healthy oils, nuts, hydrating foods. You want to consider fennel, slippery elm, shatavari. Also, simply drinking enough water. Of course, through your eyes, you could always get out into nature. Take it all in. Ocean, rivers, lakes, just anywhere outside in nature is going to make you feel at ease and in the flow and happy, right? That's the essence of water, the vibration that we're trying to connect to when we are needing this water magic is whatever makes you feel comforted, soothed, and relaxed. Through the ears, we could achieve that through frequencies like sound baths that are between 400, 500 hertz around there something soft and easy going low to medium sound baths rain sounds ocean wave sounds especially there's a seed sound that is connected to the second chakra which is associated to the water element and it is vam v-a-m you could chant it and incorporate it into your spiritual practice would you like to say it with me very relaxing through your nose you could incorporate lang lang essential oils rose sweet orange pink pepper seed patchouli those are a few options and of course breath work there's wonderful different types of exercises that you could do pranayama alternate nostril breathing to help you feel more relaxed and connected and soothed and nourished definitely incorporate something of that sort through your physical self you could incorporate a self-care massage you could also take a bubble bath with rose petals or lavender or any kind of essential oils that are connected to this the ones that i just shared but also gentle movement either yin yoga 
gentle dance, Tai Chi, if we're trying to tune in and bring this water energy into our lives, the name of the game is, some, game is something that is soothing, relaxing, and that is going to help you feel at ease. Nothing too intense. But what happens if you have too much of this water energy? What if you've already identified that you are a water dominant and you need to balance that out? For you, we need to incorporate, incorporate nutrient-dense darker vegetables such as kale, spinach, dandelions, any of the bitter foods. Warming spices, of course. Your best friend would be ginger, drinking hot ginger tea. Wonderful. And instead of snacking throughout the day, Drink some tea. Drink some hot water. Honey would be great too. Want to reduce fried heavy meals. Incorporate more lighter meals. Similar to the earth. That we have that heavy quality in common with the earth element. We want to make it lighter. If you're struggling with excess water. Then you're going to probably have some emotional eating habits. And that oftentimes is because we're trying to fill something in our lives. And food is a way of filling that love energy. I get it. I am definitely connected to the water element. I, I am a water dominant type myself. I love to cook. I love to feed people. And I love to eat. And I have to be cognizant of that emotional eating. And ask myself, how can I fill my life with experiences that help me feel energized and confident in myself so I can recharge my batteries from all that we do, right? Water people love to give. Some herbs that you want to incorporate, chilajit, chilajit, <laughs> turmeric, pipali, wonderful, wonderful herbs. Look them up. You want to also do dry brushing if you feel that you're a little too, sometimes water people can also be oily. So if you're feeling too oily, too moist, <laughs> definitely try that dry brushing to stimulate the lymphatic system and get some lymphatic flow. Garnusha is, is what it's called in Ayurveda. You want to exercise. We need to move that excess fluid from the water. So exercise, Pilates, kickboxing, vigorous yoga to energize and recharge ourselves from all the work that we do, right? When we think about astrologically speaking, Pisces, Cancers, and Scorpios are going to identify with this water type. Now you may be a water astrological sign and not resonate with too much of this that's okay you might have another your moon and your rising might be an earth or air or a fire so you might not fully resonate with all of this but this is for the water dominant so i'm speaking to those of you that have already identified that your inner planets are dominant in water and how you how you identify that is by looking at your natal chart there's plenty of websites online for free where you could look up your chart by entering your information and then it'll show you where your planets are and what is the dominant element you can look at astrochart.org or astrochart.com there's so many apps as well that you can look up for free but water dominant people intuition creativity imagination feelings also family the water people love family and sometimes it's not so much their own biological family, but their friends will become their family. And so they love to nourish their friends and love them up. 
They're deeply perceptive people and they're persistent. They're also, remember, adaptable, which also makes them transformational. Next week, we'll talk about the fire, the fire element, which is uber transformational, but water people are also transformational. So don't underestimate those beautiful water types. They're enigmatic and mystical. More ways to invite water into your life if you've identified that you would like to harmonize yourself. You could feng shui with a water fountain or shades of blue and oranges. You could decorate your home with bring, bring some of those colors. You could engage in creative outlets that help you relax and feel find your flow in life. You could do sacral chakra work. Yo- yoga that is devoted to that second center meditation even meditating just with water or the colors orange and blue wearing orange and blue as a way to do color therapy and to also set that intention also healing your emotions if you're not super connected to your feelings and you would like to tap into that you could work with therapists or healers of other of all types that could support you Uh, doing the balance between work and hobbies, leisurely activities that will help you feel relaxed. You want to enhance the pleasure factor in your life. And that will increase positivity and help reduce stress. Think of yourself like sailing in a boat, dolphins in going in and out of the ocean maybe you catch a whale that's the vibe you know the vibe is joy and happiness freshness not so much work 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 the thing about the water dominant is that we need to balance that and bring in some work because oftentimes we will get caught up in the playtime because we have our feelings that are so distracting to us so we need to play to reset ourselves or rest So for us water types, we need to create some structure. So for us, it's discipline, boundaries, speaking up for ourselves, figuring how to embrace our worthiness so that we can have a a better structure and sense of confidence in ourselves, cultivate a positive environment for ourselves as well. Uh, we could wear citrine, lapis lazuli, hematite. Those are wonderful wonderful crystals for us, for water types. But also dancing, getting in our physical body, moving those heavy emotions that we deal with on a regular basis. It could be so distracting. Not only our own emotions that we feel so deeply, but the emotions of others and of the world. We're so empathic and we're always sensing the vibration of the world, the collective so embracing self-care rituals that are grounding. Therapy. We also need therapy. We need therapy. <laughs> a lot of therapy. Even though a lot of water-dominant people are therapists. Because we're empathic and we have that sense of obligation to help. So therapy. We need a lot of therapy. We also need mentors and healers for ourselves. We need to read and learn how to manage our emotions and identify our emotions so that we can, you know, have those more defined boundaries and not attract people that are just going to take advantage of our nature of of being giving. So we need to be very aware of 
who we let into our lives and our circles because you will always have that desire to to help because of your connection to feelings you're going to want to nurture other people you're easily impressionable so the vibration of the world is impressed upon you that's why if you those of you that are familiar with the messages of water well we all have water right we're 70 percent water we are all empathic to, to a certain degree but water dominant people are the most so we need to care for ourselves even more we have an obligation to ourselves so that we don't become the martyrs and depressive types and even emo and become dark in our own feelings we need to prime our mornings we need to learn how to forgive the past and let things go so that we are not overbearing on those we love and hanging on to them for our own validation we need to cultivate that alone time to cleanse ourselves to think and reflect to seek our own spiritual light and use our own magic on ourselves so that we can feel confident and we can use that caring nature on our own selves so we can stay playful, creative, intuitive, stable so we could be the counsels that we are for others so we could stay sensual <laughs> and clear most of all, right? We want to be clear thinkers. That way we can use our gift to protect those that we love and our own selves, our own lives, our own health. So some questions for those of you that feel that you resonate with being a water dominant type or if you have enough of the water maybe you're not like super water dominant but you do resonate with some of it maybe you have a cancer moon but you're not a cancer in your sun sign or you have a cancer rising sign so some questions for those of us that resonate with water who supports me what supports my life who knew what helps me clear my energy? The reason I ask who supports me is because we're always helping and nurturing others. And so we have, when we have a supportive person, that's probably either another water person or another earth sign or someone that cares about you. So we need to make sure that we spend time with people that are our allies, that see us and that aren't always just taking from us. We need to have that balance with those we nurture and those that nurture us so identify those people and be so grateful for them don't take them for granted what clears my energy what empowers me some journaling questions for us and what about those of you that need water to balance out and harmonize what soothes you? What relaxes you? What makes you feel like a kid? What pleases your senses and brings you joy? What helps you cultivate ease and grace, flow, which helps you trust in the world more? 
so my beautiful water dominant people take care of yourself self 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 care which will then help us discern have confidence focus a balance between play productivity creativity We want to promote healing for us, but also structure, courage, boundaries, planning, forward momentum, and action. For those that need water, we want to promote softness, tenderness, healing of the emotions, ease and grace. Thank you so much for being part of this journey with me. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the fire element, the sun. I cannot wait to talk about fire. And I'm so grateful for you for listening to this because hopefully it'll help give you understanding on your own nature or help you see this vibration in someone that you love and help you connect with them deeper and have compassion for their differences. Well, I look forward to next time. Thanks again and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. This is right before Thanksgiving 2021. I'm very grateful that you're here. Namaste. Namaste.